0: Hi everyone. Hi friends. Welcome to Spiced
1: Chaos. Yes, welcome to an exhilarating Monday morning.
0: (laughs) That is a very positive outlook, I must say. Exhilarating. I meant it as very sassy. (laughs) Exhilarating. It has been an exhilarating day already around here. Mm -hmm. It Ah. has. (laughs) And Caitlin is in all kinds of a state because of her lady time. I know Aunt Flo has arrived and so I'm annoyed with life right now. She gets a lot more like real and serious during this time. So just buckle up, buckaroos. Who knows what this episode (laughs) is going to bring. Ah, this may be the last, Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) The last
1: episode of Spice Chaos Podcast ever. Okay, bye. Uh, (laughs)
0: Let Caitlin record during her time. Can't let (laughs) ladies do anything, y'all i'm
1: delicate right now i'm very delicate
0: you should be on a lily pad being worshipped <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> So on that note over there is caitlin from Creating in chaos
1: yep and over there is leanne from spice plans so, so how you about- been
0: oh well i've been here like live <laughs> you've been here and i feel here, like yeah. i've been here too <laughs> um yes um we had i did live through the week let's just put it that way um yeah and you're now you're 40 now i am 40 now and i just keep waiting to like wake up and be like oh there's that wisdom they're like it'll you'll be so smart and wise when you're this age and i'm just like um i still feel 17 <laughs> i know <laughs> i read something the other day that there is like
1: a spirit age for people. Like a lot of people, their spirit feels a particular age. I think mine is about 57. Um, <laughs> but I think yours is somewhere around like 23 and a half.
0: Yeah. I would say that too. I think that I'm like frozen in like that mindset because like, I still want to like party. I hate like responsibility. <laughs>
1: No, and I'm the opposite. I'm like, give me sensible shoes and a cardigan, and just let me sit and watch my stories and leave me alone.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Thursday night. Why are we home?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I could not. I could not. But Don't ask also, me to pick you up.
0: I also am at a place though in my life emotionally where I like can't even leave the house. Yeah. So and okay. like that's a whole nother like thing. So it's just it's been very like it's been a weird especially this transition from like jamie's into this place where i'm by myself mm-hmm. um it's almost like my body is like fighting back against how many months i wasn't alone mm-hmm. and couldn't so be alone Leanne needs- the
1: plan that's that's what we've titled this segment of the show well, we're the not plan.
0: even there yet like we are way ahead we had
1: circle <laughs> circle down these <laughs> notes are okay. just a guide <laughs>
0: Yes. Leanne needs a plan and, um, I need a schedule and all the things that we do here in this community. Yeah. So you would think that I could just, you know, throw an arrow and find something that would make me, you know, get up. But,
1: but I think like I was saying, like, I think that you're overwhelmed with the idea of starting because I was too, But I just said, screw that. And I just started tick, 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 tick on the computer one day. And then I just, after I started, I was like,
0: okay, I can do this. Well, it's like, for me, it's, it looks like this. It's like, I don't have a place to live. Well, you kind of do. Well, no, I mean, this place is extremely expensive and my money is going to run out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm racing the clock at this point. Mm -hmm. Like just because I have a place to live right now. Like I cannot afford to live here much past like June. Mm-hmm. So, I also don't want to throw all of my money away on this rental that is so right. expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, sure, I could stay here until the very last second. But it's mm-hmm. like, then I will have spent all of this money just to stay here instead of like buying furniture and things for my new place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's like, I have this list of things that I have to get done. Right. So, you know, when I say I don't have anywhere to live, I mean that. Like everybody wants to say, oh, no, you really do. I really don't. I don't Mm -hmm. have a place to live. This is not a permanent address. Mm -hmm. And I have a roof over my head. That is what I have. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, but it is not home and it is not permanent. And we all know that we're leaving and I have to find somewhere Mm -hmm. and I have to have money to do that. Yeah. And I can't know what kind of place I can get until I have a job so I can make a budget. Mm -hmm. so it's it's not
1: like like you could like just jump back into subbing either like that won't start till next fall so there would be a gap there
0: yeah so and I don't ever want to go back into a classroom like there's I will spend every last dime of my savings before I'll do that
1: yeah I'm uh, feeling a similar thing right now
0: yeah so I mean like there's I will go I mean like today this past weekend I went to um a record store and mm-hmm. all of the girls working at this cute, like, trendy record store looked so nice. And I was like, this is where I just need to come work. Like, you, <laughs> you know, like, I know that it sounds crazy to, like, go back to retail after all these years. But, I mean, I'll find something that will get me by.
1: Well, and I was reading this thing. I've been trolling LinkedIn a lot because, you know, hashtag job search. Um, but there was this guy who wrote this post on LinkedIn. And he was saying that, like, he got fired from his job and then he just had like a whole like mental breakdown and so his parents sent him to live in Florida which is a you know very privileged in itself but he like went to go live by the beach and worked just like an hourly wage for like 14 bucks an hour at this little store by the beach and just like turned his brain off for a couple of years until he was ready to jump into like a
0: full-time job right well that's the part that's hardest for me Mm -hmm. And let me see if I can try to like, make this make sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know that what I need to do is find a job. And you're like, I know the hardest thing to do is start. You need to just start, you know, Mm -hmm. like with the resume and stuff like that. But it's like, I almost have having a hard time starting there because the whole picture is so huge.
1: It is. Yeah. You got to break it down into smaller pieces. The whole
0: picture is just enormous. And it's like, you have to do this by this certain date or like, you're going to lose everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's very, at this point, like the relaxing and like processing and healing time has got to be behind me. Like it's time to get moving. Um, yeah. But it's also like, it's been so long, Caitlin, since I got out of bed every day and interacted with other people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not like, oh, I can't get up and go to work. Like I, I can, Mm-hmm. You know, I can get up and go to the airport and go to California, and I can get up and go to the record store, but it's like the thought of like being a coworker again
1: right, and somebody's in charge of when you can go pee and all of that
0: yes, just all of these like kinds of not even I don't even mind like having a boss like I know that that is part of having a job yeah, but it's just like pouring all day right, and
1: then coming home and being a mom
0: yes is like. And I know I only have to be a mom like every other week, but it's just, you know, it's scary after all these years. Well, you don't
1: just have to be a mom every other week. You have to be both parents every other week because you're doing it all on your own.
0: Well, that's true. That is true. It's just me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like when people say, oh, yeah, teachers have summers off. No, we do not. (laughs) No, we do not. And we do like twice as much work as a lot of other people. So... No, that's
0: I know people have always said like, oh, but to get summers off. Yeah, I've always never had a summer off in my
1: teaching career, to be
0: honest. Well, I mean, there was always like PDs and stuff that had to get done. Well, and
1: we spend our summers lesson planning. Like oh we we do unpaid work just because we're not in a classroom doesn't mean there's not prep to do, but that's yeah. a whole other
0: that's podcast. A whole, that's a whole other episode of the show, y'all. Uh, <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Or a whole other segment. But anyway, mm-hmm. I think that like at this point, I have got to accept maybe even out loud to a professional mm-hmm. that I have a touch of agoraphobia.
1: Oh, interesting. That
0: I have a touch of anxiety when it comes to just making phone calls Mm -hmm. and I know that a lot of people have phone call anxiety, but like, I, I almost like, I really wanted to go to the record store this week and I almost didn't go because I just like have the hardest time going into a store where people work, Mm -hmm. like having to talk to them, you know? And I joke about it a lot, you know, like I'm always talking about like, like we make jokes about it in the group chat and stuff. Like I'd rather order it online and have it dropped off at the doorstep but like mm-hmm. it's really starting to become a little crippling mm-hmm. and I need to just accept that it's starting to be a problem for me and I need to start fighting against it. Like I need to start like, you know, exposure therapy or something like make yourself go out and go into a, you know, and I, so much of this, I know came from because I'm wired this way already a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, when Instacart became a thing and they would bring your groceries way before the pandemic, I was like, oh, this is the best. And you know, you me too.
1: The- Yes, I was Instacarting the moment their app went live.
0: Yeah, but see, like, I think that you have been able to maintain some semblance of normalcy because you have had to work and be with your students every day. Well, and because I know that I too am wired like a
1: homebody and like I can get kind of weird sometimes about being at home and not wanting to be social. So I, I force myself. That's why. Um, I'm just very, I, I would say that I am strong mentally and I am very aware of what is going on around me and I'm very aware of what's going on with me. And so the minute that something is like a little bit off, I'm like, nope, we need to go outside and (laughs) go for a walk. Otherwise it's going to go down a really bad path. Or like anytime I feel a little bit of like depression kicking up with my anxiety, I'm like, we need to call the therapist before this gets bad. So I think well, that and, may be the difference.
0: And, you know, for a while after, um, you know, I, you know, after Andy moved out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I started to kind of come out of like the fog of that relationship. And then of course there was a new relationship to like totally change everything. Yeah. Um, that I just, I don't know, I guess I just thought for a long time that my depression had been situational and mm-hmm. it's possible that it still is, mm-hmm because even when things were really bad and I was living at Jamie's, I wasn't depressed. Right. You know what I mean? But like now that I have been here long enough for myself, I'm like, okay, I think it might be time for, I think your chemicals might be a little imbalanced.
1: Well, and I think also what you need to think about is maybe not pouring yourself into like the idea of a romantic relationship, but I think that you just need some like close friends that can, you know, be a support to you there. And you know, when those, when you start to get lonely, like let's go to the movies, let's go do this, where it is a relationship and it does fulfill you, but it's not
0: something that you're like devastated over when it ends. Well, and that I think is like the key. And you have already said that to me once today is that like, I need to be it when I do have social time, I need to be pouring into friendships. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, whether that's virtual or in person or like go out and find a go drive yourself to the EC store and meet some planner people there. (laughs) I don't know just like hobbies are a good way but I don't know adult friendships are rough for sure. Well, they're just
0: awkward to begin. Yeah. you know, it's like when I decided that I was going to be friends with you, like you didn't even have a choice. Like I just texted you and was like, can I call you? And you were just like, uh, okay. And then I was like, okay, well now we're friends. So well, um,
1: there's a little bit of a barrier there. When you start an online friendship, there's a barrier. So like if we didn't, you know, if it didn't work out that we were friends, you could have just blocked me and then, you know, kept it moving. If you have a real life friendship and you know, you have to see them at the coffee shop every day, you know, that might be a little bit awkward. But I also feel like adults generally are more welcoming. So hopefully you can find somebody,
0: you know, in your your area. I also have been into a lot of social media lately that is very specialized for the groups that I like, like the things Mm -hmm. that I like. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of people that I'm friends with on Facebook that live within 20 minutes of me that are huge Swifties. Here you go do a little Swifty meetup that all we would have to do is like go to a, a restaurant and just like you know, um, we have talked about it and like there's Taylor Swift dance parties, we we don't have to have like a big event, yeah, but you know, we could, you know, while I'm here at this place and have weeks alone, you know, have girls' nights here, and you know, like I think that it's something that I would love to do, I just it's scary. It's just so scary. Yeah. That's all. Like it's the starting,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing for all of It's like the starting, and you know when it comes to like the dating, mm-hmm. like I don't want to say like I never really stopped doing that, so it's not hard to start back. But like, I guess it just that was different. I think that that just fulfills a need that I need to like because this week, like I saw one person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that one person like sent me into i wasn't really in like a serious tailspin you know i spent like what 30 minutes on that yeah but it
1: i think that was like the catalyst for like your you know emotions this week and because i know that you like me um are very giving with your heart and i think that you know when you see somebody that you connect with you're like ooh yeah we could like we could really do this and Um, I, I think that you maybe have a hard time doing things more casually. And so I think you need to protect your heart. And I think you need to, again, cultivate those friendships. And then if somebody comes along, then they come along. Right.
0: Yeah. I need to just, um, you know how you have like the flip model classroom and the backwards design when you make tests, I need to just flip it all now. And just like, whatever my instinct is to do when I wake up in the morning, whatever my instinct is to do, do something else. Well, and I think you also <laughs> need to know that you're valid just as you are as a whole
1: person without a partner.
0: Right? You're like, valid
1: when you're not in a relationship. Well, it's
0: weird too, because like, Caitlin, you know that I don't really want a man. But
1: I think that, I think that you don't want to get hurt by a man. But ultimately, every relationship that you get in, you're like, this could have a future. I think I might be in love. <laughs> and that's okay. I do that too. But you know, I think that you need to know that you are, you know, 100% whole, um, just as you are.
0: Yeah. I know. It sounds so easy. Doesn't it? Like it just, cause I know it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, your stupid heart doesn't. Ugh. Well, and like, I'm sure it's, it's, it's,
1: I mean, I'm coming at this from a perspective of like a you know, been married for 10 years and in a solid couple, that kind of thing. And I don't know how I would feel if I was single, but also I'm sure that like looking at couples online, looking at couples in movies, like we're just surrounded by couples. And like the idea of being in a couple is kind of like, well, if you're a single woman, you're like a spinster. You might as well get 50 cats. So (laughs) get yourself a man or get yourself some cats. Like those are your options. I know. know. And it's like,
0: I don't want to get one. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get one. Like, I don't really want one that's going to tell me what to do and how to live. Yeah. I but don't. You also,
1: when you do have one, you need to, I don't, I don't know if how you need to handle it, but I do know that you tend to not, not fall in love because that's not true, but like attraction and bonding happens very quickly for you.
0: Yeah. I need to, that's
1: because they're liars. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe
0: you just haven't met the correct one because I have one that is. There have been plenty in my life that I have not gotten attached to. Okay, all right, and no, I'm just saying, like, I believe you, I totally uh-huh. do, but like, <clears throat> I, I also don't want to take a hundred percent of the blame here because, like, oh, sure. you are, you're absolutely right that I do love hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, like somebody would be lucky, you know, like these people that have like rejected this, like I would have been, I would make such a good girlfriend, you know what I mean? right but like they just I just don't understand why like why you gotta act like you like somebody if you don't yeah that's true I mean anyway like that's a whole nother topic because that's not that's even going off of Leanne needs a plan yeah Leanne, Leanne doesn't, doesn't need, need a, plan, a man Leanne <laughs> needs no a difference. plan that's right and a friend which does that doesn't rhyme but
1: yeah and I think like I think you just need somebody in person like if, if we lived next door to each other, I think it would be cool. Like it'd be totally fine. Like we could just hop over to each other's house and chill and do all these things, but I don't unfortunately. So you need somebody in person that you can, you know, have a common interest with that. You're not going to try to marry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. Um, yeah. So I need to, um, in fact, even on Facebook this week, one of the girls from the Taylor Swift group, reached out and she was like, we need to get together we need to have our Taylor meetup. So you know I need to just get on that. That would mm-hmm. be fun. And I'm in a group of, of people that love the office. Yeah, I get it. So like I could totally find the people that live in Charlotte that love the office and have like you know office nights and stuff. Yeah. or take take a
1: class go to your community center and take a cooking class.
0: Ooh that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be really fun. Or I could do some pottery or something. That's a real spinster thing.
1: Well, I'm just saying like you'll (laughs) meet other people or like go on. I don't know. There's got to be some website that's like classes for single adults
0: who are just looking for friendship. I'm sure there's something. Well, there are. There's actually kind of like these things that are like dating apps that are for like moms that are looking for friends and people that are looking for friends. So, I mean, like, I know that, and you can even switch a couple of the, um, dating apps over to just friends. Like oh there you go. Like Bumble, Bumble I think, right? Has right. friends. Bumble, you can <clears throat> switch to friends and like just look for friends. So, mm-hmm. you know, I um I have some options, but like when we talk about all these things that I need to do, it's like, okay, that's why I have a hard time starting because I have this huge list. Right. Just pick so, one. Right. So the first thing that I need to do today is I need to plan. I need to sit down with my planner and I need to plan our week because we have spring break and a lot that we want to do. Mm -hmm. So I need to sit down with the calendar and figure out what we want to do every day. And every day I need to do something that is fun for me and the kids and something that is productive for me and my life. Mm -hmm. So if I will schedule it like that, then maybe I'll do it. So that's my goal for this week. So you guys that are listening to this, send me a DM right now when you're listening on Monday and say, I hope you're up doing stuff because you need to be. That's right. There you (laughs) go. Perfect. Can we get a, um, like a group kick in the pants for me? go start a group chat with some people yeah so but anyway we were gonna start with planner news so like we just dug right into me right away but well let's do planner news (laughs) okay so before we talk about the ec launch because i just talked for like way too long um let's talk about the be happy box because you know i know
1: very little because it just came out but let me pull up my socials it's a floral box i do know that and they just put up a little reel about it um, and they designed the box beautifully, just like the other box. It has like a um, an insert, you know, inside with a beautiful floral pattern and the outside of the box says walk among the wildflowers Ooh. and it previews next week. The preview is on 412 at 12pm Pacific time.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: But it looks like, it does look like pressed florals, if I'm looking at it correctly. That's what it looks like to me.
0: It's like a pressed florals be happy box? Yeah,
1: it looks like wildflowers, kind of. But I would say of all of the florals they've put out, it looks most like pressed florals, is what it looks like to me. Okay, well, you
0: know I love pressed florals.
1: I know you do and I love botanicals that's my favorite florals
0: those dark moody florals oh I know so do you know that the pressed florals flowers um look like a dress that Taylor wore to some event I love how it's always a Taylor connection right but like seriously the flowers in that book like really do look like the ones that were all over her dress like it's so maybe you
1: can get that dress get that dress made for you get that dress
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what I want to learn how to do? What? This is not playing related, but I'm just gonna pop in. I want to learn how to crochet. I have heard there are clubs for this too. So you could even make get yeah. yourself a club. And I saw like a little starter kit that you can make like a cute little thing.
1: Yeah. Um, and some of those yarns and things, I mean, don't come for me knitting and crocheting community, but some of them are like limited edition. So it could be like that same, let me go find the limited edition at Michael's or Joanne's yarn.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know about that yet, but um <laughs> hey, Kayla, I'm has taken saying, me down like the rabbit can... hole.
1: I don't even have the needle yet. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that like when you go into a hobby, you go all in. You're very similar to my husband. And so if you wanted to, you could search yourself out some limited editions and go yarn hunting.
0: Well, um, I what I want to do is um they have all of these like and of course, let's let's circle it back to Taylor. Um They have all of these cute little like Taylor Swift crochet patterns, like of all her different eras, you know, Mm -hmm. and I see them like the people in my groups make them Mm -hmm. and I'm like, gosh, that's cute. Just to look at it. It's so cute, you know, and like if I could make that, that would be so fun. So anyway, I think I want to learn how to do that. Like if I'm honest but I can't start that before I get a job. Okay. So let's all back up and just rewind. I think also
1: <clears throat> anytime you have a a thought about going into the dating apps again, I think you need to open up animal crossing and do that again. <gasps> oh, that's a good idea.
0: Cause I've, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So we had a tragedy with animal crossing. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Hannah's switch broke like, broke. Oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah. And I took it to a place to have them fix it Mm -hmm. and they can't fix it. So she has a new switch now and Uh a new copy of animal crossing and has started her Island completely over. Right. And she is so sad because her Island was at like three stars, I think. Mm -hmm. And I've been to her Island a lot. Like I liked it. I knew my way around. Um, And like what she wants for me to do is restart mine too. Yeah, there you go. It's fine. So I would be starting the game over, which is, you know, I remember really enjoying the beginning of it before, but I have so much cool stuff on my island. It's like, no. So we've been like together, me and her, like going to my island and like getting stuff from there. Oh, take over to hers. (laughs) Like we've been going to my old island and like getting stuff. So if you play Animal Crossing, then you know what I mean. So it's going to take a long time, but we're going to gradually get everything that I had there over to the new islands so yeah that's a good idea back to planners though back to planners. Yeah, I have a um,
1: <clears throat> I have a planner thing that's not on the notes okay oh rogue okay so um, I got my pen in the mail yes the pen yes, yes. I designed. yes yeah so I I think I talked did I talk about this on the show yeah I don't know if I did yeah but uh, I didn't know if it was like more now no but I but I hadn't received it in my hand
0: the last oh spring. oh okay okay but now you have it I have. Yeah.
1: And if you're new, I had the opportunity to design a pen with um, a small shop in the community and it's really fun. So I'm I'm excited that I was able to get it in my hand and people have been like tagging me in posts and. You oh know, my gosh, people are buying it. People are buying it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it's just really cute. I wish that, I wish I had a little kickback from that, but.
0: Okay. So be happy box mm. looks like florals, but we don't know any of the items in it. We don't. The preview is on Tuesday. It looks like Tuesday. Okay. So we'll be waiting for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So the EC launch is coming Mm -hmm. and I don't really know what to say. I kind of like the designs that they put out. Like I do too, but
1: don't at the same time. I like them more than any that I have seen ever in the history of EC. Okay. See, I'm really missing kaleidoscope. See, and I don't have like an emotional attachment to that. Like I think a lot of EC people do.
0: I think it's because like Kaleidoscope was like my first, (laughs) like the OG. Well, no, because I mean, there was a lot before that. Mid-century circles was before that. And um... oh, is
1: Kaleidoscope different than mid-century circles? (laughs) Let me just shut up. I don't know what I'm talking
0: about. Yes. Kaleidoscope is different than mid-century circles. Um, And before that was like some kind of leaves. I I don't know. But what's the the
1: one on the tote? Is that Kaleidoscope? Which that little tote, tote bag, the tote bag that we got when we were in LA.
0: Oh no, that's Mid Century Circles. Okay, got it. Yeah, um, and they've redone Mid Century Circles like three different times and had mm-hmm. all kinds of different releases with that. And I do love it, of course. Mm-hmm. But I just and that is very classic Erin Condren look. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you know the brand, then you'll recognize that pattern. Um, but I, I don't know. I like the one. Okay, so there's like three different colorways, and one of them is more like kind of a, it's like kind of a dreamy kind of pastels. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all kind of pastel. Well, one of them is bright, but it's still not. Yes. Like, yeah, there's a bright one. Well, there's a bright one, but it's not like bam bright. It's not like Lisa Frank.
1: Bright. No, except that florals, isn't the florals one pretty bright? Or am I remembering it incorrectly?
0: Well, there's three that are like, look like they're decorated with like scraps of tissue paper. Like yes, yeah,
1: I think that's like their
0: main design, right? Yeah, and then I think that that like scraps of tissue paper cut up comes in three different colorways, and then there's a floral. Okay. And I don't remember exactly the colors of the floral, but anyway, um, I, I need some. I just, I don't know. I have. I need some time. <laughs> you need to process this. I will want to get all of the accessories and the covers, but I may not need. A planner that's got those guts until probably like January. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna like rush out in July and start unless they've changed the insides in a way that is gonna like thrill me. Right. I don't anticipate. No. <laughs> but I love the covers and I love that I have a coiled planner that I can. I love their paper. You know all the things I love. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yes. Um. So changing gears, I guess. Do you want to talk? Well, do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the locks of Joanne. Like, I'm so I'm trying to stay on the notes, but like, I want to keep it like coherent. So, like, yeah, anyone recently posted a picture on Instagram that people have been like, hold on a minute. And I just put, wanted to post a
1: picture of the stickers. I had no idea I was going here. Yeah. So tell it, just describe the picture and talk about it because it's been really funny. <laughs> okay. So it's the wall at like, I think it's Joanne's. I can't remember, you know, I can't remember anything. Um, But <laughs> I took a picture of the wall of stickers, you know, where they hang them. Yes. Um, Apparently everybody else's stores are bare shelves also. Um, And then there were, there were like locks on them, like these little red things on this one wall. But when I was there, I remember that there were not locks on other ones. So they had stickers that are locked up apparently.
0: Yeah. And it's like, not even like they're behind glass. It's like, they've got Mm -hmm. these like special plasticky things over the the little prongs that they hang on Mm -hmm. and people are like wait a minute and I have not seen this at my Joanne like I have not seen them lock the stickers up yet but then I haven't been in a while so I don't know maybe they are but um very weird Oregon likes
1: to lock up everything though I swear
0: but seriously sticker book theft has been a problem for a long time I'm not surprised they're doing it
1: I am I'm feeling that way too I feel like it might be less of a problem now. I, maybe I don't know anything, but um, I, I have noticed that Joann's and Michael's are both getting stock quicker and getting
0: more of it. Okay, so maybe because it's not in such high demand, people are not stealing it?
1: Yeah, because what I think was happening was people were stealing it. I mean... If we could just pay people living wages, they may not have to do these things. So, you know, let's start there. But anyway, um, that's another conversation for another day. Um, (laughs) but I think people were either stealing them or ripping pages out or whatever, because they were finding these amazing unicorn sticker books that nobody could find and then selling them for like a hundred bucks on Mercari.
0: Yeah. And you know, well, there was one time I heard a story or I read it on Facebook and this has been years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, don't I don't know and I may have even talked about this on a previous podcast that I used to be on so like just I don't know Calm I like. down, everybody um <laughs> one time I think I read about on a Facebook in a Facebook group that someone actually witnessed a mm-hmm. woman take a whole like you know how they're dangling on those little things and like there's a whole bunch of them in a row yes she took the whole row and just shoved it in her bag and ran whoa and like that there were people that chimed in on the Facebook group that were like, yes, I've seen this before. And I think it's because that's what people are resorting to now is that like, if you can get these books for really cheap, then you can sell them for a lot on Mm -hmm. the internet markets. Yeah. So, I mean, that is where we are in the world. Okay. Like, I hate to say it. It's not just sticker books. It's merch for every single hobby. It is Yeah. like marking things up is like, it's crazy. I mean, this Taylor Swift merch that I try to look at is ridiculously expensive and people are marking things up like eight, $900 a CD. Jeez. Well, and even like at the concerts, like we, Delilah and I just went to Olivia Rodrigo
1: and you can't get a hoodie there for less than 80 bucks at the concert. And so then people are selling those for like 200
0: bucks, you know? Yes. Because you can only get them at the concert. Yep. So like they're already expensive anyway, because, and the worst part about like Taylor merch is that her website is terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you can go in there and order it. And they're like, this is going to be in stock in one week, they'll give you a date when it's going to ship. And then like a couple weeks later, when it still hasn't shipped, they send you another email that says, Oh, by the way, it's actually scheduled to ship this time. And it's like four weeks, two months later. I mean like it's just the the shipping there is just terrible I've only ever ordered one time and I still have not gotten what I ordered (laughs) dang so I mean they are definitely not like Amazon and I don't know if it's because they can't like keep the merch in stock but like Mm -hmm. I want to say to especially like these artists and even Happy Planner like I think Happy Planner kind of got the message on this but don't make things so rare Right, I think too. Your fans want the stuff. Release enough for everybody to get one. Like we don't, we won't have to complain about the Mercari prices if there's just enough out there for everybody to get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I feel the same. Like, I want to say to Taylor, like, why would you only release fifty of those Christmas ornaments? You know, right? (laughs) Why would you do that? Yes, like we will all buy one. It doesn't need to be scarce no it does not (laughs) so but that's like a whole like whole thing about locks and it's funny because we were talking about the locks with joanne in a group chat and we got to talking about like the other things that are locked up right and (laughs) like and some of
1: these things are like basic human rights like yes
0: people have the thing pregnancy tests stuff like that is locked up in north carolina you cannot steal a pregnancy test no
1: no yeah and birth control devices birth control things are um locked up here which is so random to me
0: yeah. Because you can so go down
1: the street to Planned Parenthood and they're like, here's a bag of a hundred of these.
0: Yeah, I know. But that's just a whole, maybe you don't feel like going in there. I don't know. I can't believe that they're <laughs> locked up. And when we're talking about today, <laughs> I'm like, if I see something locked up at a store, I'm just like, oh, I don't need that today. No, well, exactly. Because <laughs> we don't like to talk. To I'm not going go to <laughs> go find the employee <laughs> and ask, can you please get this pregnancy test for me?
1: Right. can you imagine and then like a 17 year old boy walks up and you're like oh geez. oh i know
0: and i'm just like no i can amazon will send me one by tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh you go. so you refreshed your planner this week
1: that's exciting I did. Uh, And so I had a video a couple, maybe a week ago or something that was like my updated planner lineup. And you know how you have to title YouTube videos. So it was like 10 planners. (laughs) And some of our friends like messaged me and they're like, Caitlin, are you actually using 10 planners? And I was like, no, no, I promise. I promise. It was just the title. I have 10 planners on my desk that I occasionally look at because I included things in there, like my recipe planner and that lettering thing and journals and stuff. Um, but, <laughs> but then I was like trying to rationalize the planners that I do actually use or did actually use. And it was still like six planners. And then I was like, wait, why am I using six planners?
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and I was like, I don't need to do all of this because I, uh, really feel I just didn't feel like I need all of them. And so I combined them all into my dashboard. So we're just using the dashboard, but then I have like other sections in the back with like fill paper and lists and that kind of thing.
0: Right. Right. Well, when I saw that picture of your planner stack,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, Oh, some of these look like I've seen them before. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, this can't be right. And I was just like, I'm just going to wait. Cause she can't maintain this long. And then, okay. and then a few days later, you're like, I'm refreshing this. I'm just going to put it all in one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like just, because
0: it. I so have I. been
1: really, I've just been really consistent with like decorating my dashboard, but I honestly like full transparency with my mini planner. And then with my wellness planner layout that I was using, I was going back and like rewriting things in there, like back planning for days. Like anytime I was sitting down here, I would do like three spreads or something. So it wasn't like I was planning in it. It was like, let me have some spreads in here. And so I was like, well, what, you know, that's a good creative outlet, but what is the point? Because I, some people don't use their planner functionally and that's totally fine, but I do. And I really wanted it to work for me. And I've got a lot going on. Um, I'm juggling like two and a half jobs plus parenting plus, um, social media plus all of this other stuff. And I really need friends with
0: me is hard. I mean, just, (laughs)
1: That's that's, no, that's easy. I just tell you how it is, and then we keep it. You need a main, you need a whole planner for me. Oh, I sure hope not. I mean, only when I'm asked to do, you know, your PR, I'm gonna need a planner to do your PR pretty soon. But
0: well, luckily, that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah,
1: just talk to Leanne, y'all. Just, just talk to her.
0: I do answer my DMs, she does, and she's pretty nice. I think, I mean, I know there were a couple people that said happy birthday that I may not have gotten back to. I really did try, I tried to get to everybody.
1: My favorite thing is that people think that like, you're kind of like the leader of the podcast and I'm like the more like chill one, I think. And like the, (laughs) the nice one, as it were, I don't really want to say it like that, but I think that's the perception, but actually I'm probably a lot meaner than you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, people think that you're really nice and you're really mean and people think that I'm really mean and I'm really nice.
1: there are some people who think that i mean i apparently have the meanest youtube channel on the internet well according to your comments according to my comment section yes
0: (laughs) and you know your videos are too bright and you talk too loud and i mean just name any other complaint that anyone has given you in the past month
1: and i mean like those comments are few like just a few but mostly my comment section are really sweet most most people are very kind but i do get those well i know you have to get some um -hmm. but I do feel like it's been an uptick lately like are people are people angry like what's going on because I have noticed more of those lately yeah that's
0: that's what I want to know um because I do feel like that the comments that I've seen on not just yours but other people's as like people are I don't know people are on a tear (laughs) (laughs) I understand that too but I'm also like
1: you know that this is like free content on the internet right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right like why are we complaining about stuff that's free exactly like, like free. if you're complaining that i'm not doing something on my patreon okay okay that's right. fine like we if, can you can give me feedback there and that's also like not to say,
0: it.
1: yeah it's not to say that i'm like closed off to feedback either and i don't think any content creator is but the youtube comments are not the place <laughs> for that or the
0: venue <laughs> right let's solve all the world's problems right here in the comments of this planner video <laughs> <laughs>
1: My Instagram is linked under every one of my videos. You can DM me anytime <gasps> oh you want. God. And if I want to answer you, I'll put you in my folder that I want to talk to. And if not, I'll leave you in my in my needs review folder. Whatever. You know what
0: you need to do? You need to make like a super sassy YouTube video that's just you doing your budget because you need to show everybody like everybody's so concerned about how much money I'm spending. Mm-hmm. Can- <laughs> that is where this is coming from. Like, I yeah. think it
1: all happened when I told people that I was about to lose my job. I think they're like, oh, no, you're going to lose your job. You have no money. But that's not how this works either, because um, I do make money from my YouTube channel.
0: Yes. And a lot of what she buys for the YouTube channel is with money from the YouTube channel. Yeah. So, this is true. yeah, I'm just saying, like, why don't you quit getting into people's <laughs> pocketbooks?
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then I had one commenter, this girl who is now on my block list. Um, hello, if you're listening. So she tried to tell me that she has a video or all of her videos on her business channel, which was not the channel she was commenting from, of course, um, (laughs) that get like 25,000 to 50,000 views per video, but that she doesn't make that much money. Girl, you're Uh, tripping. If you made 10,000 views per video, on average, you'd make like three grand a month. So if you're making 25,000 to 50,000 views per video, you're only posting like once a month if you're not making money.
0: Well, that's true because if she's not posting enough, even if the video gets a lot of views, it's still not going to pay her as much, but right. Still, but all of that is like contextual. Like I post every day. If I, I also post- yeah, don't understand why she wants to come into your DM well, or your comments and get that specific, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I just don't, my thing and I'm guilty of it because I am in some groups on Facebook and, you know, do, do, I lurk a lot. I am much, I'm um, much more of a lurker than a commenter. I can't sure. remember the last time I made a comment on a YouTube video. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my, my account makes a lot of comments because Hannah uses it. Yeah. Cause I can monitor her more when she's on my account. Right. You can go back and look at the comments and stuff. Yeah. And so I can it. see what she's saying and who she's talking to and what videos she's watching and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I just let her, so sometimes there'll be a comment from Spice Plans that is Hannah. <laughs> oh. But, you know, I, I don't, but I do know that there've been times that I have seen something on the internet or I've seen somebody comment something and I have started writing out my response Mm -hmm. and midway through, I realized, oh, I don't care about this. And then I just X out, (laughs) like, I do not want to start a conversation with this person. I do not want to engage with them about this topic. Just because I had this opinion does not mean I need to type it out. And Mm -hmm. if more people would do that. Stop mid-sentence and say, do I really care about this in the long run of my life? Right. Do I really need to school Caitlin on how much she's spending on planner supplies today for my computer? Really? Right. I just, mm -mm. so. Well, and I
1: go back to thinking about, (laughs) so this well-planned life, Siobhan has this amazing Instagram reel series about, you know, she'll be sitting there. (laughs) Like she's making a YouTube video or something. And then somebody will, or herself will open the door as if it were like a troll from her comments and like tell her some ridiculous stuff. So, like, would you walk into my house and say this to me? Because if you would not, it should not go in my YouTube comments or my Instagram comments or in the DMs of any other creators or anything like that. So, I think that should be like the line. If you would not walk up to me on the street and be like, hey, I think you're spending too much money. Hey, I don't like that purse. (laughs) What? Why? Hey, your face is too bright. Your face is too bright. Oh my gosh. I can't see the lines in your planner. Well, it's either that or it's really dark. I live in the Pacific Northwest. We have a lot of clouds here. I'm doing the best I can. I'd be like, excuse me. I
0: make my videos in a basement. Okay. In a basement
1: with a tiny window and we have clouds. Like I'm working against a lot of things.
0: (laughs) There's as much light as I could possibly bring in this room artificially.
1: (laughs) And I'm doing it in the best way possible. Like if you, if these people who are commenting on things that they don't like about my videos want to like supply those things to me, like by all means, if you want to buy me new lighting that you think is going to work better, send it over. I will give you my address.
0: Yeah. And then, you know what, if it's really good stuff, I'll even say your name and say, thanks for sending me the stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll also read the
1: comment that you left aloud in the, in in the (laughs) comment section, read it for the class
0: these people just why just taking the time just taking the time well the thing is like if it were like you
1: or like anybody else that I talk to regularly and they're like hey I think that this is not working in your videos maybe you should look at this I'd be like okay fine so what what you should do if you want a creator to know you is start start with a positive, right? Maybe try to build a relationship there first um, because you might know a lot about us. There might be a lot of information that we share with you but I can promise you that as much as I love interacting with my subscribers and my followers and stuff, I don't I don't know you. There are a very small selection of my followers that I actually know and would call my like my true friends. like of course everyone I'm gonna be friendly with, and my slogan on my channel is that, you know, everybody is my friend and I I would love for that to be true, but I don't know who you are and what you're about, even though you know a lot about me.
0: Right. Well, I mean, people do feel like because they listen to the show or they watch our, you know, videos or they see our posts, wherever they think that they know us. Um, and, you know, we have put that out there, Like that, we do want for you guys to know us. It's not that, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. just like, there's times that I could say something to Caitlin that because I do really know her, I can say it, but like a person that only listens to the show and doesn't know her, like personally, it might be inappropriate. Like there's certain levels of like, don't, I mean, but then at the same time, like you can give somebody criticism. You can give somebody constructive feedback on their content without being a jerk about it. Like you don't have to be You know, are like if somebody is genuinely concerned about you, like if someone's truly concerned about your budget, and they go into your private messages and say, "Hey, I just want you to know, I I'm sure you've got it, but I just had to say it." Yeah, because I've had somebody come into my DMs about like being worried about my job search and just that kind of stuff, and it's really just concern. It's not people being snarky, but I don't think that a
1: public comment is the forum for that.
0: Well, I mean, there's, there are times that I have seen feedback on people's videos that are, you know, constructive, nice comment, Mm -hmm. feedback, that's not hurtful or damaging or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, if you're going to say something that, especially something about somebody like personally, Mm -hmm. um, you know, take that to a private place because the comments on YouTube are public. So if you put that on YouTube, you know that the creator is going to see it and so are other people.
1: Well, and the other part Um, of that is like, I gave a response to a couple of those YouTube comments and they didn't like the response that they were given. So I think we also need to remember that content creators are sharing public things, right? Like they are sharing their lives publicly. And so that is open for discussion, which I get it. I totally understand. But anything that you post in my comment section is also public and is also open for comment. And I'm not going to talk back to people uh and wrap people in bubble wrap for a lack of a better term um i'm gonna give you you know my educated point of view um i'm gonna read your full comment and i'm gonna respond with every point um and when you question me i'm gonna tell you that i said what i said <laughs> like, i'm not gonna i'm not somebody that is gonna back down because I'm afraid of losing subscribers or followers because I'm not. Um, I don't do this necessarily to have a number behind my name. I do this because I enjoy it and I enjoy connecting with people. And that's it. Um, If I'm not the channel for you, then I'm not the channel for you. And I'm not offended by
0: that. Right. No, I look, you know, I don't want people trolling in your comments either. And I have to say that luckily with the podcast, most of the reception over in the DMs, Mm -hmm. relatively for both of us and the show's dms have been constructive and like gentle criticism we haven't seen too much yeah the
1: podcast people are really great yeah we haven't and most of most of my youtube subscribers are awesome like and that's not to say also that i need all yes people that's not what i'm looking for either um i think we can all like come to an understanding of what A gross youtube comment would be or like something gross that people would leave on instagram or something no we're
0: not splitting hairs over here like oh caitlin can't take a little heat like of course (laughs) of course you can bring it like she said if you comment something whether it's nice or not she Mm -hmm. has the right to say back whatever she wants to i mean Mm -hmm. so just be ready for that too because caitlin does not sugarcoat stuff that's not her jam
1: (laughs) well and i'm also i don't think i'm mean about it either. Um, but I like you. Like you said, I don't sugarcoat it, and I will give you uh, an exact response. I will thoroughly read your response, and I will give you like a well-crafted response about how I feel about it.
0: Yes, and if the response really bother or the if the comment really bothers her, she runs it by a couple other people too. <laughs> I do. I run I'm like, no. look at this.
1: This mess is <laughs> happening.
0: Your Here we go again. <laughs> oh, so, but so, yeah, I bottom
1: line is yeah go ahead remember that creators are real people yeah Yeah. just creators are real people bottom line yes and if you wouldn't walk into my house and say it then don't put it
0: on there yeah Yeah.
1: or or on the street because for all intensive purposes we are strangers like if you wouldn't walk up to a stranger on the street and be like your sweatshirt is ugly
0: (laughs) or even that like what if somebody that watches your videos every single day saw you on the street and said to your face your lighting is terrible your videos are terrible like you know, right. I would have more respect for that than I do them coming into the comments. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? and if like, you do have a comment
1: like that, give me an action, right? Like, I feel like most criticism is just uh, complaints until it has an action. But if there's something like you have some lighting that you want to try and send it to me, I'll I'll try it. <laughs> if you If you have a different camera that you think I should try and you want to send it to me, knock yourself out. Like, I'm not opposed to those things, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to provide that and I'm not going to like follow over myself to please people either. Right. Well, you're
0: doing a great job. So, you know, obviously like you said, the trolls are few and far between, but it is something that we can comment on, especially coming off of like the heels of this big conference where Mm -hmm. we did see a lot of people that know us better than we know them. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that like the people in person were amazing. Like we did not have anybody in person that was like scary or weird or got too close or anything. Mm -mm. Um, you know
1: and that's that's something that definitely can happen well and it was funny too because even the people that we did have a conflict with that didn't happen in person they like dm'd us the conflict right <laughs> and we were
0: right there in the same hotel <laughs> yeah so you know like we were right there ready to talk in person so um mm-hmm. but anyway i want to change the subject because take a left something happy happened this week so happy the happiest Um, like just the happiest, happy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so Heather Kell, queen Heather. Um, (laughs) she had her baby on Wednesday, Amelia, Amelia Lynn Kell. And, um, I know that Heather was on a very long and difficult pregnancy journey. So this is such a huge, like answer to prayer for her and her family. And, you know, that's going to be like, the cutest best dressed everything's gonna have hand lettering on it like that baby is gonna have like the cutest of everything so I
1: know and she has her big cousins who are older than her who Heather is super close with and they're girls too so these three little girls my heart can't handle
0: it I know I know I love it especially because like you know Heather has a twin sister so her nieces are like even that much closer because twins are like I don't know something different um, yes. My dad's a twin, so I, I know this. But um, I'm so happy for her. Um, and Wednesday was also another special day. It was. It was. Um, but we'll talk about that later, too. But we are very happy for Heather and congratulations to the Kel family. And just she's beautiful. And we've been waiting with bated breath. This has been like the most heavily anticipated planner community baby ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. and, she, and Heather did share that there was a little bit of a shaky start. Um, there were some NICU time, but now she. It seems like they're doing well. They're home and all of that. But from one two NICU mamas over to Heather, yes, you know, we, we get it.
0: Yes, and I'm a C-section mama too. Ooh, so well, like I don't have that. In my her, well, no, like her story was so like, I had a C-section and then the baby was taken to the Nick, You know, like I mean, like I definitely could feel all of that my C-section was not an emergency. So she definitely got further along in labor than I did, but go read her birth story. It's really good and well-written just like everything she does. Um, So, you know, congratulations to Heather. We're super happy for you. Um, And then our friend Elizabeth, who was just on the show a few months ago, EJ Joyful Plans. Yes. You saw the announcement. Tell them (laughs) she's pregnant and she was pregnant when we saw her at go wild. I know. And when you told me, when you texted me and you told me she was pregnant, I was like, that girl was pregnant. at Go wild. I bet. No.
1: And she messaged me back and she was like, I did want to tell you at go wild and all of this. And I wanted to like give you an update, but she just said that she ended up holding back. She just wasn't ready. And I get that because she also was on a very long pregnancy journey, like journey to get pregnant. Um, that she talked all about on her episode of the show so you should listen to that uh, because EJ is very eloquent and that show was amazing yes um, we are
0: so happy for her and just yeah. cannot wait just cannot wait to watch her and see her journey all and plan her baby all these plan her babies oh my gosh oh my gosh yes. I know that Nina is not like deep deep in the community Ooh. right now but like her baby is just kills oh, me with beautiful the
1: Oh my gosh! All these planner babies and wrong, wrong. Son is getting so big. I know, just
0: grown. Just they just grow so fast. I know. So we enjoy the planner. I was babies, looking at so. Harrison
1: the other day. Yeah, I was looking at Harrison the other day, and we were watching some videos of when he was little, and I, he's like all arms and legs now. He's in that like awkward little kid phase, but he, I was like, you really do
0: not look like a baby at all anymore. Well, and see, Facebook gives me my memories every day. <laughs> and I see pictures of my two children when they were babies, like every day for my Facebook memories. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll like, I'll look at a picture of Hannah and I like can see her face in that little baby face. And she looks like the mm-hmm. exact same person, even though she was just like a, a ball with arms, you know, <laughs> and it's just, it's just so fun to watch mm-hmm. your kids grow up. So I'm so happy for these ladies and their pregnancy, um, adventures. So, yes, yes um, And then we must congratulate Katanji Brown Jackson because that confirmation came this week. This has been a big week. Um, I know, Supreme Court Justice, get it, girl. Yes, yes. And that um, the confirmation hearings for that were like the most painful Mm. stuff. But there's been a lot of really funny stuff, like people saying, like, you know which senators they imagine like went home and like cried in their clan hoods and stuff afterwards and like this terrible oh. stuff that people are saying no like these awful senators that gave her a yeah. hard time during the confirmation yeah you know like the questions that they asked her that were so ridiculous and just right the questions were out of control yeah i i mean it did not seem like a the people watching it still don't really know a lot about her cuz the questions they asked her were so dumb right um but anyway, that was cool. That was just that was cool. You know and that just-
1: was like all of these historic moments for women and black women, especially, I think, you know, being able to witness those live and happening on TV, like, I don't know, just being able to see that walk through history is is really is really neat.
0: Oh no, I love it. I do. I mm-hmm. love it every time. Um, mm-hmm. because but, I know you that know, <clears> throat> that's <throat> going to be something
1: they talk about later,
0: you know, you know, our nice. kids are going to be talking about
1: this and when more opportunities open up for women and, and black women, especially, you know, we're going to be talking about,
0: you know, these, these women who paved the way. Well, I mean, I almost wish that like, we could just live forever and see what things are going to look like in a hundred years. I know, you know, when like the Supreme court gets more and more diverse and more and more people are represented and, you know, things change. Um, I just, I I don't I like you always say I like I want to see the end. I do. Yeah. I want to fast forward and see the end. I want to know I wanna like, the end, end. I don't want to see how it all ends. I want to know, know like it. if we're going to get this together, this stuff together, eventually. So
1: um, I'm going to have to vote no, that we're probably not because humans. Are. More and
0: more people every single day get, get on the train to try to. I I really do think I have to I mean, think positively at some point that I'm going to do everything I can. there's.
1: There's a lot of loud people who are loud and wrong. But I mean the
0: work that people are doing on TikTok alone. Okay. I'd see you know? I don't spend that much time on TikTok, so I mean, people on TikTok are trying to educate and I just so appreciate it. Well, that's good. So but anyway, well, I guess we will talk quickly about my birthday. Let's do it. Because my birthday was Wednesday. I did turn 40. Mm-hmm. And, um, Caitlin, (laughs) so we're going to talk about you or we're going to
1: talk about me. (laughs) Well, okay.
0: So like Caitlin told me on Tuesday, she's like, I have to just tell you this bit. She's like, I'm not going to reveal your surprise, your birthday surprise, but just know that if you hear something outside your house tonight, like don't go look, it's not a prowler.
1: Oh my gosh. And it had been so hard. Once you hear the surprise that it was it, I planned this only a few days in advance because I knew that I would not, I'm bad with secrets. When I buy a present, I'm, it's like a hot potato in my hands. Like, I'm like, I just want to give this to you right now.
0: Yeah. I have a hard Uh, time too. I really do. So like, I know that you couldn't have held this too, too long. Um, Yeah. But when I got up Wednesday morning, there was like all of these pink flamingos in my yard and this big sign (laughs) (laughs) that said it's your day babe 40 and fabulous and it was the sign was this huge pink flamingo with this hat on like this birthday hat and it was just so sweet and I just felt so loved and no one has ever done anything like that for me before no never no like to put a big display in my yard where like every car that drove by was like looking at it (laughs) I wanted to
1: put that they should honk when they drove by but I didn't know if you wanted to be bothered with all of that
0: (laughs) So oh my resistant. gosh that would have been so funny. But I really like cuz I sit in my living room a lot and look out the window and uh-huh. people were looking at it like all day. Like that's cute. Yeah, it was so cute. And it motivated me to change my wreath because I still had my St. Patrick's Day wreath on the door and okay. I didn't want for the pictures that I posted of it and sent to people to have like the the old holiday. I wanted it to look I don't have my Easter wreath yet. I probably may not get one, but I put like a pink one up. So I was really pleased with the picture too. It just turned out really good. Oh, it was really fun to
1: plan. And I was like, you know, it was, it was between that and trying to hop on a plane, but there was really
0: no way that I couldn't no. have gotten to North Carolina at this time. And I um, look back on it now and think I should have just bought a ticket to Portland and just gone and just like shacked up at an Airbnb for a few days and celebrated my birthday with you. I mean, we know a good one. We know. A good I know. <laughs> So I would love to go back to that place. But anyway, like it is what it is. I bought myself a cake. Oh, good. What kind of cake did you get? It was like, um, it was like vanilla cake on the inside and like pink buttercream frosting. I had one slice and I didn't eat much of the frosting. Um, (laughs) True to form. You don't really like sweets like that. I don't go hard for sweets, but I felt like I needed a cake. Mm -hmm. So I got myself a cake. And um, so for my birthday this year, I bought myself a record player. Um and like I haven't really like we haven't talked about that on the show at all but Mm -hmm. like my dream at one point was to have all of the Taylor albums on vinyl. Yes. Like I had even been sending this picture around to people like I want this like this is my dream like if I could only have all of like this would be so awesome to own like to really collect all of them. Um and I just realized one day like sitting outside chilling I was like wait a minute you're a grown woman buy those for your birthday. because I mean I already knew that I was going to be spending my birthday alone like my parents don't live in town you know I don't have a beau I don't have any close girlfriends that live in town so it's like I was going to be by myself and I wanted to make it an event yeah so I've been listening to records constantly now and I have all of the Taylor Swift ones except for one. Ooh, and you actually bought them
1: is this one of the like new record players that can like connect to your phone also and you have like a well, I don't think, that...
0: I don't think it connects to my phone, but okay. I play it through my Bluetooth speaker. Oh, perfect. So like this, it doesn't have attached speakers. Uh-huh. Um, now, you know, my dad, you know, how dads are all to the speakers. Like, isn't yeah, that a dad yeah. thing? Speakers. It is. Um, Brian my dad thinks is, that I... <laughs> my dad thinks that I need nicer speakers, but I really like the one that they, my parents gave me a Bluetooth speaker for my birthday not my birthday, but Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. So I really like just hooking it up to my Bluetooth and just carrying it around the house and listening to the records. And I will just say listening to records changes the way you listen to music because you have to listen to the album in order that the artists put it. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and that is so different, like hearing the songs one after the other, the way they were intended rather than on shuffle the way we mm-hmm. listen to music now. Um, that is
1: interesting like
0: hearing it as like a cohesive whole like really changes my like like i love most of taylor's albums but i've never really gotten tight with speak now Mm -hmm. and listening to it on vinyl like i've totally come around like listening to it from top to bottom Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so anyway um but that's what i got for my birthday and that's pretty much what i did i just listened to records and danced around and drank wine and ate cake that sounds lovely that sounds like a birthday I would enjoy yes it was it was lovely well I would like for us to take a quick sponsor break sponsor break and then we'll talk about Caitlin's job search and then we'll wrap up so uh yeah we'll be right back everybody all right so um how's the job search going that's like the number two biggest thing in your life after your children
1: (laughs) right and the job that I have to still do apparently um
0: well <laughs> as it, much as you can i mean that's a
1: that's a topic for a, another
0: show. we have a lot of topics um, for the next show already
1: <laughs> i just feel like i have to censor myself a little bit i'm like wait should i say that out loud probably not so we're not going yeah to. I, know, um, I know don't disparage anybody no disparaging necessary at not, this today. Anyway. not today not today not <laughs> today not today satan um anyway the job search um it's going okay it's hard to know though because like okay so I made a resume I make these cover letters for each individual job which we just talk about the outdatedness of resume and the cover letter
0: um I think it's dumb. okay so <laughs> it's here's dumb. what here's what bothers me and you tell me if you're running into this in okay. my job searches which has not been extensive yet but in the starting of it Yeah, I went into their like online form, you know, when you're applying for a job and Mm -hmm. you put all of your experience into the online form. And then they also want want you to attach a resume and a cover letter. And I'm like, why do you need like right. my objectives, my description, my purpose, my... And they mission. also want a link
1: to your LinkedIn profile, which is basically <laughs> your...
0: Resume. Like how many different places do you need my experience? I just typed it all here. And like, I well, the thing how is I also... Type it all.
1: So uh, I'm out here, I'm applying for digital marketing type jobs and like social media and stuff. So wouldn't you rather have like a... They're asking for a portfolio of stuff that I'm working on. So wouldn't you rather like see what I'm doing me to just write it all on paper for you and you to get like my work history, which includes teaching stuff, which doesn't really matter to you. Wouldn't you rather have that? Well, and
0: I don't, and see, I haven't started applying for those jobs yet, but it does seem to me like that they would want work samples. Um, Yeah. And you know, you sent me a thing today that you're making like, what did you call it? Like a a deck? What did you call it?
1: Of course, Uh,
0: Yes. That had like all of your, um, like your numbers, like how many views, all that kind of stuff, like your statistics and like comments from people and stuff like that. And it was just so like thorough that mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely, I need to, I need to be looking into that myself. Um, Cause I don't it's know, nice to have a portfolio. I don't know what mm-hmm. I want to do. I mean, like, it's terrifying. You're like, I'm, I'm applying for digital marketing jobs. And I'm like, okay, so what if you get one? Like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> then that's what you've got to do. You got to do that job. <laughs> yeah, I think I could do it. I feel I, I so feel could. very good. It's just so scary to me. Like and I'm a fast learner too. So like obviously if I got hired for something like that, like I would probably figure it out. I know how to do most social media, but it's just like scary. Like a job that's not teaching sounds scary. <laughs> well, and if like this is I guess another part of
1: my job search like um I, did accept a part-time position with my father-in-law right now where i'm helping him on weekends and nights with his social media for his business which is legit um and they are throwing a few pennies my way but they are also up looking funding and so if that happens i might be able to roll into a position there um so we'll have to kind of see what happens i am definitely still applying for things because I mean, there's some cool places out there. There's some like really cool ed tech startups. There's some like I applied for a social media marketing with like to know it. So that um, social media uh, website where you can like click on out- everybody's outfits and see where they bought it and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And there's, yeah, there's just like some cool stuff out there. So I don't know. I'm actually having a good time with the application process. I'm not like resentful or anything, but I also, I'm in a different place than I think a lot of people who are either leaving teaching or who have been told they have to leave teaching or who are just looking in the job market in general. Um, I know that I have some income to sustain me for a while. Like I have my YouTube stuff and I'm not too concerned about um, how long the process will take. And I'm actually also applying for jobs, which I think not a lot of people who are leaving education are applying for. I'm seeing a lot of teachers who are applying for things like ed tech jobs and curriculum design and moving into, in their schools even, moving into, like, the instructional um, support components and that thing. And I'm not interested in doing that. Like, I'm pretty much done with education at this point.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I have had people say, like, look at all these other places in education that you could apply. And I'm just like, I... I don't know. Um, but I, I have enjoyed watching you kind of, you know, get into it. And it gives me some peace knowing that maybe there'll be something there. But I mean, this is the week that I have to start. Like, I would like mm-hmm. to have applied for like 20 jobs by the end of this week. Um, because yeah. really, that's Definitely. what it comes down to. It's like when the one time that I try to leave teaching, Mm -hmm. I applied enough places that I finally got an interview at an insurance company and I did not get the job that I applied for, but they called me back two months later and offered me a different position and and
1: like, yeah. And things like that happen. And, you know, I've been putting in applications for, um, you know, digital marketing and, and I've had recruiters reach out to me. I have two meetings next week with two recruiters. So it's just going to be really interesting to talk to a lot of people, to learn about a lot of different companies and to, I've been connecting with a lot of other people who are in social media marketing on LinkedIn. And so it's just really neat to see like, what is. there's a course through, meta, through the meta, you know, that Facebook has become, um, and it's through Coursera, I think. And it's all about being a digital marketing specialist and so I'm like, knee deep in that course right now, which is kind yeah. of exciting.
0: Yeah, that is. Um, I need to look into that too. So if that's what I decide that I want to do, I have no idea. I mean, like I, the hardest part for me is that like, what is next? I don't know. I mean, I've got to get my resume updated anyway, whether I, you know, even if I knew what I wanted to do. So, you know, that needs yeah. to be the first step. And then, I mean, when I was applying for jobs outside of teaching before I had this idea that I really wanted to work, um, in the hospital where my mom worked, Mm-hmm. like in an office capacity. You know what I mean? Not like obviously in a medical role. Um but mm-hmm. you know in like onboarding, you know like when new people join the join the hospital, they have orientations and stuff like that. I mean there's people that do those like new hire onboard stuff like that that's very much like teaching. And mm-hmm. um you know the the job a lot of the skills are the same as teaching. Um so you know, and then there's some companies here in Charlotte that I've had friends that worked for that I could probably get in touch with them if I really wanted to like try to network or whatever. But, um, you know, it's scary, Caitlin, because like, look at what you've had all these years, like all of this flexibility and working from home and all this, like, it's scary. Oh, I, I know that you, yeah, and I know that you're saying like, you won't take a job where you don't. And I mean, I guess I am saying the same. Um yeah. No, I, I will not because, I mean, teaching
1: has been like the best possible spot uh, online for me. Um, As an anxious person, there's no way that I could do a nine to five and then come home and, um, you know, be expected to be a mom of two. And I know people do it. I know that it's like my privilege where I get to say that, but I can't leave a job that has been negatively affecting me for so long into something else toxic. Like I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't even think about it.
0: Right. And that's not even like to say that you would go back into like a brick and mortar classroom. I mean, in my mind, I can't even imagine. And look, listeners, please, please don't, don't come for us right now because we know that our lives are not the same as everybody's. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people get up every single morning, get dressed, get their kids dressed, take them to daycare and go to work all day. Like I Mm -hmm. know that this is a lot of people's lives. I'm not Mm -hmm. special here. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just like, with my kids' school schedule, like what time they go to school and what time they have to be picked up, mm-hmm. like it would be almost impossible for me to have like an eight to five. I mean, unless I am able to spend multiple hundreds of dollars more every month on, you know, morning and after school care.
1: Yeah. And I know lots of people do that, too, but I just can't. Like, could we I just, also like if we're going to ask adults to be working outside of the home, I feel like schools should go to like four or five.
0: Well, okay. So my kid's school goes to four 15. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're nine 15 to four 15. And I like the hours. I like that. It's not early in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I also like that if I had a job, I could give them two hours in the morning before I even need to leave the, 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 the house to get the kids to school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So it's like, if I could have a job that is remote and flexible, then getting them to and from school is not going to be a problem. Right. Um, but I also think that after all these months with the pandemic and everything, that like the shift in our society has come more towards work life balance. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. people needing to get their kids places and needing to put their families first. And, you know, companies are now realizing like we don't have to have a building full of people who live locally here come in every single day. Mm -hmm. we can get what we need done with anybody who lives anywhere in the country with computers. Like there's no reason. And if we're going to talk about like global warming and environmental impacts, Mm -hmm. like people working from home is far better for the environment than everybody getting in their car every day and driving to work. Yep. So in the long run, the planet will benefit from this kind of shift. So I don't, I don't feel bad that that's what I'm going to be looking for. I know that there's people that are still doing it every day and I bow to you. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know know
1: either. And I mean, the thing for me is like, if I can't, if I can't get hired somewhere that will allow me to do remote, I'll just build it myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just figure (laughs) it out. (laughs) Right. Like I'll just take a pay cut and I'll just do YouTube. It's fine. Well, and I'm not.
0: mm -mm. There's enough companies. I mean, freelance social media work is a thing too.
1: Well, and I haven't even like begun to like have a sponsor in a long time. Like I, I, if I had 10 sponsored videos a month, that would supplement my full-time income.
0: Right. And you could totally, totally do that because all you have to do is reach out to these, especially with your new skills from your course that you took.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I mean, I also don't feel like it's going to, maybe this again is like my privilege speaking, but I don't think like the way that recruiters are reaching out to people and like the way that people are resigning from their jobs right now, I don't know that I, at the end of the road, there will be a job. It might take a while, but I think at the end of the road, I am a skilled individual. I'm highly educated. Um, I'm going to do this course. I'm actually potentially even enrolling in a second master's this summer. Um, I mean, why not? Who doesn't want me?
0: (laughs) Well, and see, I think that, you know you saying like the jobs will be there. Mm -hmm. Like there are jobs, people want to work. There are companies hiring. Like it is the time to be looking for a job. Um, But for me, I am worried that what's going to happen to me is that I'm going to get like too confident and that it's not going to take me a long time. Yeah. Well, and I, I know that it could take a long time, but I also know that coming
1: from education, I don't need to make that much money, <laughs> which um, sounds kind of silly, but if they want to hire me at like their base pay, that's also fine for me. Like it, I don't need to make an exorbitant amount of money where there's other people who are out here negotiating for like 70, 80, 90 grand a year. Right. And that would
0: make me
1: and you both a little bit more hireable if we were affordable Mm -hmm. which I, which I think I am. And like, I, I always put on that, that question that comes up on every application. Like, what is your desired salary? I say negotiable so that they know that like, I'm willing to negotiate and that's not, you know, not something that would prevent me from taking that job. Yeah.
0: My only um, deal breaker would be like, you can't pay me less than teaching did.
1: Right. And I, I have put that on a couple. I said, you know, I'm making this amount in my current teaching job, but I'm also negotiable like within I think within five grand i'd be willing to negotiate and honestly even if i had to take a slight pay cut i just started making what i consider a somewhat decent living wage um and so i mean i've been living off of basically nothing for this long
0: i think i can do it again for a little while teachers are definitely prepared to not make a lot of money already yeah
1: and i mean the other uh, thing that i have going is i hate to circle back to it again but youtube does make income
0: yeah yeah so if you took a little bit of a pay cut, you know, that you have like a supplement that will keep you going too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, um, you know, my, my first step this week, well, my first step today is going to be to open a planner Get it, girl, and make a list of what I need to do over the course of the next two months in order in which I need to do them. Mm-hmm. And then I need to, you know, make everything this week you know geared towards achieving the first thing on the list you know yep so just step by step I just need to start
1: yeah and just like we do for our or have done for our students you know kids can't look at projects as a big whole thing we got to break it down into pieces for them we need to also be kind and do that for ourselves too yes
0: it's called chunking
1: (laughs) chunk it up
0: I gotta do the scaffolding and the chunking (laughs) scaffold yourself scaffold yourself The links to prior knowledge that's
1: right you gotta do all that stuff we still need that as grown-ups yes I know
0: well I think that that is our show do you have any recommendations or anything this week have you been doing anything interesting or anything you Um, want folks to hear about recommendations oh yeah I knew it's on the spot but like I didn't know if you had like seen something new this week that was amazing or heard something new
1: um yeah i don't have anything oh well actually i do they're on the sci-fi channel there's this show about this dude who like transforms into an alien like that's basically the premise of the show i forget what it's called uh let me look it up wait so Um,
0: is he an alien who is like who transforms into he's a human person
1: yeah uh, so it's called resident alien
0: oh i've heard of that
1: it's actually really funny i think you should watch it is it a comedy uh yeah it's a comedy okay cool mm-hmm. It's um, funny.
0: okay so I started watching on Peacock um this show called I think it's called the thing about Pam
1: oh interesting
0: and it's about this lady who I mean I guess this is where the story is going I mean it's a true story so I, call this a spoiler or don't but I mean I think that she killed her best friend ooh And that's what the show is about. Like, she seems to be like this really nice, like, you know, middle-class homemaker kind of lady. And really, like, she's crazy. I don't know. But anyway, Renee Zellweger plays the main character.
1: Oh, Renee. I love Renee. I
0: know. And she is just such an interesting actress. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, before we go, I do want to comment on the Academy
1: Oh snap.
0: Because we did talk about that in the last episode and some stuff has unfolded and I would like to have a brief corrections corner. Mm -hmm. So no one called this. No one said anything to me about this, but I figured it out. The Oscar ceremony that I watched for the first time was in 1994. Whoa. But the year of film that we were celebrating was 1993.
1: Ooh, so when okay. I
0: say the 93 Oscars, I guess I technically mean the 94 Oscars, mm-hmm. but the movies that were being like honored at that ceremony were from 93. Gotcha. So does that make sense? Like that's a technical de- like detail that, because someone sent me a clip from the 93 Oscars and I was like, this is not the one I watched. Right. And then I remembered that like, okay, so if Schindler's List came out in 93, then it would have won the Oscar in 94. Right. So anyway, so that's a quick correction. Um, Okay. So Will Smith has been banned from attending the ceremony for 10 years.
1: Yes. But he, is not,
0: he does not have to give back his Oscar uh-huh. and he is still eligible to win them.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So, like, it's not like it's going to derail his career and he's not going to be able to, well, it is derailing his career, which is ridiculous. Like I'm not even going to get into that. But uh-huh. what I'm saying is that like, he is still eligible. He could still take roles that will win him Oscars.
1: Yeah. That's great. Good for him.
0: Yes. So I think that 10 years is too long. Yeah. I mean, if I really want to comment on it, like my personal opinion, which I don't know if anyone cares about that, but it's an Academy issue. So I think sure. the 10 years is too long. Um, but the other people that I spoke about last week that are kind of gross, like, um, Roman Polanski and Harvey Weinstein, all these people, they yeah. have also been banned from the ceremony too. Oh, so well, I ahead. did my research on this. I wanted to know, like, is this similar? And like some of that happened after the new laws were made and some of it was before. So anyway, everyone who's ever received an Oscar still has it unless they gave it back. Gotcha. So even these like people that are, so that's why, that's why I feel even more confident in my opinion at the time, which was if they take his Oscar, I'm gonna be mad.
1: Oh yeah. And I know that you're a film junkie, but I, and I wish I wish I cared about the Oscars.
0: Well, I, I don't know. Like, I'll probably will watch next year because I do. I, I just because I think that the punishment was too long. Yeah. Um, I understand because it's something that they've done before. It's very characteristic of them to ban people from the ceremony itself, mm-hmm. but still letting them keep their titles or whatever. Yeah. that so, makes sense. Anyway, I'm not like a hundred percent pleased, but it's better than what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. So. But anyway, that's that. And that's all that really needs to be said about it anymore forever. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that um I've enjoyed recording the show. Have you? We're done. Yeah, this has been fun. <laughs> I have things apparently
1: falling all around me at this point.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I am very hungry. It is officially dinner time out here now, so I'm gonna go and put something in the oven. But um before we go everybody you can find caitlin on creating in chaos underscore official on instagram and you can find her on youtube and patreon as creating in chaos and um, she messes around on some other instagrams she's got chaos in the classroom and ducking chaos underscore official so go check those out for when she puts up content there Um, especially if she's going to be getting some new ducks this spring that's going to be exciting that Um, is
1: something we're talking about what we'll see
0: yes and she is also um all around the spice podcast instagram too whenever you need to talk to her um and she's here with me on monday so that's caitlin
1: Yes, and Leanne is over on Spice Plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon, and you can find her playing uh, Animal Crossing sometimes over on Spiced Horizons, and then she always puts up the beautiful cards for our beautiful guests over on the Spice Chaos Podcast Instagram, and then she also is right here with me every Monday.
0: Yes, I am, and we had really hoped for a bonus on Wednesday for my birthday, Mm -hmm. but... I just, I didn't talk to a lot of people this week, if I'm honest.
1: Right, but we are talking about possibly like a little offshoot. Of spice yeah, chaos. we do
0: have something coming up that we're thinking about doing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we'll keep that to ourselves for now. But it's in the works. But it's I in really, the works. W-
1: I I will say I really want to do it, so I'm going to push hard for it. I
0: think that it will be really fun, and I think that we could get some like listener participation too.
1: I think so. Oh, I think so too.
0: Yes. So anyway, everyone out there in listener land, thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. We love you and um, yeah, have a great week and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.